<laughs> Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! <laughs> This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast for every week. We uh, we get into a different band, different artist, and um, we listen to all of their records. We rank them from worst to best if we can. Uh, this week, though, we're actually going to combine the two episodes. We're going to combine the uh, the album rankings with the album of the week episode. And this week, we're doing Tool, uh, the uh, the icon. Some might say iconic prog metal band Tool. Um, so yeah, we're gonna rank all of all five of their records plus their their first EP, Opiate, and uh, gonna give our biggest banger off of each of them if we got them. And uh, do we have? Uh, and, and but before we do all that, we're gonna start with the Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge. That's where we connect the band of the week to our boy Tom DeLonge. So let's. Oh, actually, dude, I'm I'm all oh, over the place with oh, this intro. Oh. Uh, while, while you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and five stars only. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away is jeff so we have the intro out of the way we're, we've gone over everything let's jump into the six degrees of tom DeLong. if you got one i barely fucking finished this <laughs> i had zero desire to do anything any extracurriculars whatsoever all right so i got i only have one right now so we're going to start with uh maynard uh the singer from tool he also was in a band called perfect circle i'm going to take the longer route because I, I could go josh reese but so a perfect circle uh, with James Eha, who was also in the Smashing Pumpkins, or is in the Smashing Pumpkins, uh, with Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan uh, co-wrote a song with Korn on their record, The Nothing. On that same record, on a different song, John Feldman uh, co-wrote a song with them, and then John Feldman, to Blink, to our boy Tom DeLonge. So there you go. Six degrees oh, of Tom DeLonge. God, right there. that was even boring. <laughs> All right, so clearly, as you could tell, Jeff and I aren't really big Tool fans, um, so this might be a shorter episode than um, than normal. So let's get right into the rankings. Like I said, we're going to start with that. Uh, we're like I said with the five albums plus the EP Opiate. So let's start with the worst number. The worst thing that Tool has done. Number six. What do you got? Wait. Go. Oh, five EPs plus up. I didn't put Opiate in there, but I'll do it right now. Oh, I did. Okay. Um, what do you the got? The I <laughs> It's hard to say like it's the worst thing because I don't think anything they've done is like objectively just a horrible, awful, terrible. It's just all dumb. It's all, it's all just fucking middle ground, and I just don't care about any of it. But my my okay. least favorite was Undertow. I listened to this record more than the album of the week just because I can't I couldn't get fucking through it. I just could not get through this record. <laughs> and coming off of Opiate, it's just like what the fuck happened. And I just don't understand yeah. why Opiate's exponentially better than Undertow. Undertow is fucking boring. I don't think there's any song on here that is like differentiating between the next or the previous one. It's just one fucking long, boring ass song. I hated this record so much. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no bangers. They're okay. all they're all fucking just okay at best. Okay at best. That's the best way to put it, right? So my uh, my number my number six is Fear Inoculum, their their latest record from 2019, fifth album. 
there's just nothing about this that stands out. Like there's no, there's no like, I don't want to say iconic because I hate saying that with tool, but there's no like looping bass lines. There's no, there's none of their normal kind of, um, the they normal, have a, they have a bag of tricks. It's like sound. three, three tricks that they do. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, three things. And they don't really do it very much on fear and inoculum. It's just really long. Like all their records, they're all r- way too long over an hour. Each album's over an hour long. And this one just, I mean, all their, honestly, all their albums are pretty, pretty forgettable. Just saying it right now. They are. They are forgettable. Their their background music, really. At best. And at best, yeah. Which we'll we'll get into when we get into the album of the week. Um and uh yeah, Fear Inoculum, it's just there's nothing here. There's just maybe it was just I was burnt out, you know, after this week and listening to so much tool. Because like you, I did go back and listen to not only the album of the week more than once, but a couple of the other records more than once, because I just I wanna know I wanna know what makes this band so appealing to people and i think i figured it out but we'll talk about it later um so yeah fear inoculum my number six what do you got for number five Go. uh, i don't even know how to say this anima is that how you say anima i think it's on on oh, fuck it anima? Uh, what is it yeah yeah, anima, yeah i think it's anima yeah it's anima, yeah. i don't know yeah, yeah anima anima onomatopoeia is that's my that's the next one i don't know dude like to me the first two, Undertow and this one, I felt were just fucking like identical. Not really much going on here. This is not like progressive metal. I don't think there's anything here that's progressive. If you just, like this band's even just lucky that that progressive part is attached to the metal. And that's just because of Danny Carey. That is it. Everyone else here just is not very good at what they do. They're just not. And especially <laughs> fucking Maynard. He is the fucking worst. The only song on here that I thought like kind of broke up the monotony and maybe kind of like like wake me up a little bit as I was as listening to it was that 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 fucking die die von Satan song, the one where it's like, like song, Russian or some shit that he sings in, and I, th- I was like, is this fucking Ramstein? What is going on here? But even that, it was just goofy. It was just goofy, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Anima is my my number five as well. Uh, dude, just why why do they have to spell it this way? Why do they have to do this? God, it's so fr- they're so frustrating. Oh, there's oh, they're so annoying. Oh, they're fuck, man. So yeah, this is my this is my number five. I mean, th- at this point, they got a new bass player in Justin Chancellor, and I mean, honestly, he is a better bass player than Paul yeah. Diamore. I mean, just hands down, better musician. Um, but this is really where they really they start doing the loops, the bass loops. You know, th- that bass line just over and over and over and over again. Um, so the songs get start to get really repetitive from here on out. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think this record's boring. And I know this is like, by fans, this is like their most popular record. This is their best record. I don't get it. I don't see it. I, once again, talk about the band in more detail on, on the, the album of the week. But Anima is just a straight up boring record. I feel like it's really, it's, it's super unfocused because they have this new member in the band who it seems like he contributes a lot more to the writing than Paul did. And yeah, dude, I just, I don't care about this record at all. At, at all. all. At fucking all. I mean, the singles, like the two or three singles on this record, I know those songs really well because growing up in Southern California, listening to K-Rock, dude, they played some of these Tool songs so much growing up. So, I mean, I know the songs well, but outside of those, man, I mean, it's just, it's forgettable. It's forgettable, honestly. And and you know what? Any Tool fan comes after us, 
we didn't get into the lyrics on on these these other records. We didn't get into the nuance, the time signatures. Fucking who cares right now? I don't give a it shit just, what fucking time how groovy your your drummer is. I don't give a shit how <laughs> how buddy rich sounding your your drummer can play. I don't care. If your music sucks, it fucking sucks. And this music sucks. It's not good. <sighs> when you wait till I drop a fucking bomb on you later, you're gonna be mad. But I got oof, I got one for okay. you. So okay, yeah. So Anima is uh, is my number uh, my number five. What do you got for uh, number four? So so my four, three, two, one. I enjoyed more than these these the first two, but Ten Thousand Days, their first their fourth album. This one starts They're off forced. with Vicarious, and I think overall that's not a bad song. But like mm-hmm. at this point, like right when you think something's going good and it's gonna get somewhere interesting or, or deviate from from that tool template. Like after the bridge part, it like it this one it slows down to a crawl, and it adds a stupid vocal effect. And I just thought, like, dude, you have got to be fucking kidding me! Like four albums deep, <laughs> and you're still doing the same shit you've been doing since day fucking one. I don't I don't understand. The only song that I felt was interesting here and fun, and kind of broke through that mold of the formula was the title track. There was like this rising action, mm-hmm. and it did go someplace, and it had this really cool bass line, and I don't know. But it was okay. But I really want to talk about the song The Pot, right? Because this is a perfect example of Maynard being obnoxiously bad. And also, like, the song sounds like it's straight out of a Halo video game. And that's what Tool <laughs> does best. So I did, like, I did Opiate through Fear Inoculum. And I noticed it first on 10,000 Days. And then when I went back to listen to Lateralis, I was like, you know what? It all sounds like that. And if you know the Halo theme song... You know exactly what Tool sounds like. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, mean, dude, I believe it, you. I believe it's you. fucking unbelievable. And I'm sure, like whoever did the Halo uh, theme song, I'm sure they're probably inspired by Tool. But that's pretty pathetic. But every fucking one of your songs sounds like a, a theme song to a video game. <laughs> All right, Ten Thousand Days is your four. My number four is uh, Undertale, first record from '93. This one keeps with the heavier metal tone, the sound of Opiate. But then they just threw in all this random prog stuff and it could have been cool. I mean, honestly, it could have been cool, but it's just, it just sounds so unfocused. And this, like, I agree, man, this one was hard to get through. It was really, I mean, they're all, they were all hard to get through, but this one in particular, I did have a ton of trouble with, um, this one Anonyma. It just, they're not, they're not good records. I, I have nothing, I have nothing good to say about this record at all. I, I just think I, it's just boring, mundane just going with the most the, going through the motions of tool and like you said the template the tool template i mean it's just so it's so basic it well no, i guess basic's not the right word but it's just it's just so formulaic and just boring man an hour and a half or an hour and 20 minutes on these for some of these records come on guys come on that that's like that's like the biggest thing that bothers me about tool is like there's constant pointless noise. There's so yeah. much fucking filler. And it's not just like 30 seconds of filler. It's like three minutes per song. And like the your, songs Your go songs nowhere. are 11 minutes? Are oh. you kidding me? Like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, man. All right, so what do you got for number three? God, I got nothing good to say. Yeah, yeah fuck out of here. Fear, Fear Inoculum. That's okay. my number. my number three. This wasn't like a bad record. I think the instrumental bits were were super solid overall, even though they never really went anywhere. 
but like surprise. But it was fine because like Maynard kept his vocals simple and it complimented rather than try to take over. And he when he sings because he just he's not good at anything he does. And he's just yeah. he's so annoying. But on Fear and Oculum, I thought that maybe we're kind of getting into more of like a like a master of reality as opposed to like Sabbath Sabbath, like that kind of difference where it's still the same band, but you're doing something a little bit different, a little bit more instrumental based, a little heavier. But it's I mean, I'm just trying to like be positive here for an album that I really, really, <laughs> really did not like. <laughs> that's, I love it. I mean, that's it. I love it. <laughs> okay. I did not. When, they were not even close to a fucking like. This, this, <laughs> these are all ones. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're these we're we're ones. one out of three. One out of three. So people listening, you know, we we have a three point rating system where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album but give it a shot, and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So I agree with you. We're we're at one out of three. One of three right here. So one out of three. Um, my, uh, my number three is, uh, ladder, ladder, uh, lateralis, the album of the week. So what is your number two? We'll get into that in a bit. Uh, number two is lateralis, the album of the week. Album of the week. All right. So my number two is 10,000 days. Uh, their fourth album from 2006. Now this is where they, they kind of dropped some of the progginess, like the, the over, they, there's not as much, uh, bass looping and just, just kind of mund I don't want to say mundane drums because Danny Carey really is an amazing drummer, but just kind of like the the pointless the pointless stretched out songs and parts. There's actually some cool guitar playing on here. There's some thrashy stuff, doing things that are that are outside of the ordinary for for Tool outside of the the boring palm mutes and and just boring. I mean I don't know this record. It's just it's a little bit no, more nuanced than than Lateralis and. And most everything else that they've done, and it's there's some actually exciting moments on here that you just like. Thank God, dude, I'm not getting that that fucking loop over and over and over again. But really, that that's all I got on this one on Ten Thousand Days. I don't think it's that great of a record. Um, and I do remember <laughs> when this record dropped. I was working at Tower Records, and that was when we did midnight releases. And when this album came out, fucking dude, there was probably like at least a hundred people in line. What waiting to buy the CD at Tower Records. There? What are you yeah. doing? I never know what they're <laughs> I doing. I know. It's so stupid. Uh, so yeah, 10,000 Days is my number two. Obviously, our number ones are Opiate, the Opiate EP. And to say like, <laughs> it's funny because I, I didn't even realize we were going to do Opiate, but like, I still don't really like that that much. Like, It's, it's a lot better than everything else. Um, but I don't, I don't, I still don't like it that much. But how much better it is, and everything else I listen to this week is, is like night and day. It's like a different fucking band, <clears throat> and it yeah. really is like a different band because, you know, like the whole like alt metal, the heavy metal thing. They embrace it in opiate, and it sounds a like a band that's just record. having like fun. It's, it sounds like a band yeah. that's like trying to achieve something. They're trying to achieve a sound, and they have a good time doing it. And it sounds, I mean, it's only it's only like what five six songs. But yeah, it's but like it's cohesive like and it flows well. Long. It is. I know it's still pretty fucking long for <laughs> quote unquote an EP. And there's two live songs on it too. But yeah, it's just it's just like when they're getting into this, I just I don't think these guys are prog metal. I just don't. You put them no, up next not. to like other big prog metal groups, and it's just like, what are you fucking talking about? What what is what about this group is like progressive? What is progressing that genre, that sound, that that image, that scene, anything about this? This is, there's nothing here. 
So, oh, opiates good. And then the producer, too, she did uh, fucking Tonight the Stars Revolt by Powerman 5000. PM5K. So you still, you still kind of get like that low rend, that like punchy, fucking bass driven stuff. And I like, I like that with Paul, Paul, the, Paul the first, the first, ba- the first bass player. I yeah. like, I like his bass style. I like the way he plays bass. He plays bass more like a punker does. And it just, it's just, it's more fun. It is. It's, it's more, more carefree. Fun. It's not as pretentious. And, and, uh, you know, you and I, well, I mean, you got rid of your copy on vinyl. But we got it. We got. I got. We each got a copy of this because it was like five dollars, and so we both picked it up. And you know, when we first got it a couple years ago, I remember liking it a lot more. But I think it was just that kind of high of having it on vinyl, you know? Yeah. Um. And honestly, it's not a bad EP. It's not, it's not. bad, but it's not. It's not great. It's not great. No. Um. So I'll. I'm probably gonna purge my copy as well, because I know you just purged yours. Yeah, and like it's an so. easy sell for like ten bucks. Yeah, these tool fans will buy money garbage, but it's just even though it's, it's been pressed like a thousand times. Yeah, <laughs> this damn EP. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, that's all. That's all we have for the rankings. So let's just jump into the album of the week, Later- Lateralis. Um, like I was saying, this is their third record, and um, just I okay. don't know, man. <laughs> Wait, let, let's uh, let's get in. Let's get into. Um, our um our origin story with tool and then we'll get into our um initial thoughts and things like that but origin story what do you got what do you got with tool Go. it kind of is funny because like like schism or sh- i think it's called schism yeah, schism yeah that's like the oldest song i remember from tool that's that's my origin story is that song and you know like like i have one banger on this album and it's schism i do like that song a lot it's a fucking rad song i dig mm-hmm. it but that is the only banger throughout Tool's entire discography. That is it. <laughs> I only have one. And I, there are stinkers on this album, but like Schism is, is something that, you know, like because I was like right before high school. And so starting to like learn how to play the guitar. And then I like that bass line. That, that bass line is amazing. It's fucking cool. And then like yeah. I can, for a while I knew how to play it and now I kind of just cheat at it, but I still enjoy doing it. And then if we ever jam, because I do it a lot, but it, but the way I do it sounds exactly like, do 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 do. What song is that? <laughs> rearranged. Yeah, rearranged. Yeah. So like they both bleed into each other, and so then I forget which one is which. But my my so like my origin story is is schism, and thinking like, oh, that's a fucking cool like baseline. Like I'm, I can play the guitar. Maybe I can play that. And then also I just really hated that song for a long time. But um, I guess my <laughs> oldest memory of, of Tool is just I've I've just, I've disliked Tool longer than I've even known about Tool. So <laughs> there's that. All right, yeah, my origin story is is the same. Schism was my earliest memory of the band. Uh, K Rock local station started playing Schism, and it, it was the baseline that drew me in. But then the song itself bored me. It really did bore me, especially when I was a kid. Um, as time has gone by, I, I I've learned to appreciate the song more. I think it is a pretty good song, um, and I agree it is their best song. But it's simply because of that baseline. But also, Maynard's Maynard's voice in this one it sounds he sounds kind of pissed off. He sounds kind of pissed off in Schism, which I guess we'll get into in a bit. But um, yeah, that's my um, that's my origin story with the with the band was that that song. And let's get into um, I guess our first impressions of the record if we have any stinkers uh bangers and um and let's go from there so uh what do you got go 
I really thought that this week was going to be better. We've done Tool before, and we did it with a friend of the pod, Justin, friend of the pod, Kenny, yeah. and we pretty much shit all over it then, and we're shitting all over it now. <laughs> I know. And, and they defended it. And yeah, like you know, they God bless them, dude. They it. they defended it till you know tooth and nail for like an hour. It was relentless. Yeah. It was like it was like that that scene in Clerks too when when they're like shit talking fucking Lord of the Rings. Remember? Yeah. And he barbs at the end mm-hmm. of that that ta- that conversation. It was like, dude, we just fucking <laughs> we pummeled this record, this band over and over. And I thought, dude, I thought like going into this week, there was gonna like a light was gonna turn on, and I was gonna Me see. Too. Like the clouds were going to part and the sun was going to shine through. And I thought like, oh, I'm going to get it. But it was like the opposite. Like I hate this even more now because now it felt like, like, like I had to do this. And I, so like that one of the week, cause I remember like the biggest complaint that Justin gave us was like, oh, oh, you didn't listen to it properly. Oh, oh. I was like, okay. Cause remember he said that? Like we didn't listen to it. Did told that. Where the fuck it was. I, I like, I like how you threw you, that voice was a throwback to Maddox. That yeah. Old podcast oh, we used to oh. listen to. <laughs> when you're trying to like, like really demean somebody's argument, you just make fun of their person. Right. <laughs> Cause that, that's, that's what we do in arguments. But oh, so, man. so I listened to this, I listened to this in my car. I listened to this with headphones on and I listened yes. to this downstairs on my like nice stereo system with mm-hmm. it, uh, with it playing pretty fucking loud while I was like playing pool and shit. And all three times, it was it was definitely a different experience. All three times, I will I will give it that. Like I I got something out of it differently through headphones, my car, and the speakers downstairs. So that was interesting. That was fun. But I think I do dislike Tool more than I ever have. <laughs> you know, I I don't I don't disagree with you on that. Um, I I was I came in with a positive attitude. Came into this week with a positive attitude. Thinking, you know, when we did the podcast with Kenny and Justin, that was like maybe 2017, 2018. Uh, it was when you were still living here in California. And we were all in the room together, the four of us, and we we duked it out for like an hour and a half. And um, but we back then you and I didn't we didn't dive as deep into the albums as we do now. That's why it's no longer that episode's no longer available. Um, because it's a completely different format to the podcast now. But yeah, so I thought, you know, if, if I take a deeper dive into the lyrics and, and how it was made and all this kind of crap, that I would really learn to appreciate Tool and really like them. Because that's kind of what, what happened with Smashing Pumpkins. Like, I, for a long time, I didn't like Smashing Pumpkins. And then I sat down with, with Siamese Dream, and then I really just kind of, I, I got it. I fucking completely got it when I really sat down and listened to Pumpkins. But with Tool, that just, it was the, it was the opposite direction, just like you. It made me like them like them less. Uh, it made me realize that Danny Carey is the only important part of this band. Um, and even then, he is an incredible drummer. But my God, dude, can his drumming get fucking more monotonous? I know, dude. His fucking dude. wasted talent. Dude, seriously, man. He's such an incredible fucking drummer. And all he does is play the the, the toms. That's all he does. His, that's his whole... I mean, that's his signature style, I guess. But it's just like, dude, when he switches it up and he starts playing like some hi-hat like snare shit it's like dude you are so fucking incredible you're so tight but then you just drop right back into this like tribal it's just dude like that shit fucking ruins some of these songs no you're right yeah some of these songs are actually kind of cool but because he does that it's fucking garbage it just instantly takes the wind out out of the sails of the song because i mean the guitars are heavy the the bass is heavy but then, you know, it's just, you got to complement it with the drums and 
I really hate saying this about Danny Carey because he really is so goddamn good. But damn, do you got to write some write better parts? No, I don't yeah. know. I, like that seems blasphemous, you know, to even say that. But it's no, it man, just gets kind of boring, fans, man. dude. All, all these fans talk about is how like the time signatures. Time, it's like, dude, these guys don't even know what the fuck is going on. The only person like who knows anything about time signatures is Danny Carey. And by the time he changes three or four time signatures, they revert back to a four four anyway. And the band members have no idea what the fuck just happened. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Danny Carey does does carry this band. You take him out of the equation, there's no there's no band. There's there's literally no band. Um, also, you know that that was that was going to be a point I was going to make too. Whenever whenever you talk to somebody who really likes Tool, what they always say is what they always what they always go straight to when you start criticizing them is well the time signatures. Well, Danny Carey. Okay, but that doesn't write a good song. Yes, Danny Carey is incredible. Time signatures. I don't give a fuck. Just go listen to a jazz song. You're going to get more out of a jazz song than you are fucking Tool, you know? And also, not only that, fucking Tool, man. Tool are, is for, is, is, Tool are, fuck, how, how am I going to say this? Tool is a band Oh fuck! What am they don't even do it yeah, well. There's totally. so many other bands. And I I get it, like the whole like alt metal thing, you know, like like there were probably may there may not be a, a BT band no, okay. without Tool. No, this is what this is what I was gonna say. Tool is a band for metalheads that hate prog music, so they latch onto Tool, thinking that they're that they're doing something super cool and su- super unique. But then when you when you really break down what Tool are doing, they have some like fun little like. I don't want to say Easter eggs, but fun little things they do with the time signatures and everything. But when you look at them as a prog band, it's like, dude, this is, this is kind of, I don't want to say amateur, but really lame. Like go fucking throw on a yes record, go throw on even a rush record. Honestly, like it's just, it's for metalheads that hate prog music. That's what, that's really what, what tool is. And so I, and, and, and metalheads who love to fucking, you know, take shrooms and, or smoke a lot of weed. Honestly, that's what Tool is, and that's not even an exaggeration. Like, you talk to your typical—I mean, I'm—it's not—it's not a criticism towards Kenny or Justin because they're not like that at all, and they're really smart dudes. But you know, the majority of Tool fans, from what I've come across, are just like—they just—it's Tool or nothing. Like, Tool fans are the worst. They are the fucking—they're worse. They're almost as bad, if not worse, than Mars Volta fans. They really are, and that's saying something because I'm—I fucking love the Mars Volta and I love Omar. But yeah, I think I think Mars like Wilson definitely tool the worst. like tool fans just are are blind to the fact that like their band is pretty boring overall. Like it just like objectively is, right? If you had like a wave form thing going on, like it would just be stagnant. Like the line would just be kind of stagnant. There's not much happening. There's there's there's, no, there's nothing not. going on. It's just like objectively kind of middle ground. Not to say that middle ground is bad, you know, like careers are made on that middle ground and that's fine that's great but it's just tool just doesn't nothing happens nothing ever fucking happens no. and to have like and even like say that like danny carey's wasted as, as a drummer he fucking completely is there are songs that are ruined by him like the song reflection reflection is a song that starts off with this, that percussion shit and the bass line's mm. fucking rad it's a cool bass line and it goes somewhere and it's awesome but why do you have to do that shit dude why did like why is why is Danny's go to that same fucking tribal Tom beat? It's irritating, it's annoying, and it's fucking distracting. And it doesn't I mean, add I guess, anything. It only takes from. 
I guess you can you can make the argument. Well, what about every other drummer that just plays the hi hat and snare? Like you could make that argument technically, but at least it's more. There's more. There's more dynamic to the to the snare and hi hat and and crash. You know all of that because it all sounds so different. But when you're hitting toms, which are just they're not very different from one another. They have obviously different tones, different sounds, but it's not that much difference. It's not that much of a dynamic when you're doing a snare and hi-hat hit. You know what I mean? I just, it's, it's weird hearing him. It's weird hearing him be so basic. I know because he's very, very basic in tool and he doesn't do much outside of like, I've kind of like, I've kind of like come to this realization that like a good drummer, it comes down to like just keeping time. Like if you Mm -hmm. can keep time, you're now a good drummer. Because there's so well, many yeah, drummers absolutely. that you watch them live, and it's just like, dude, you, what are you fucking doing up there? But like a great drummer, it comes down to like foot independence. Can your foot and your arms work independently of each other to achieve the same goal? And Danny Carey does both of those things like exponentially well. But does he mm, do it in yes. Tool? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> there are few. There are few and far times in between that he does those two things really, really well, and he does do it. And there are songs that, that are like amazing yeah. and they're great because of him. Some but incredible overall, fills just, too. Some incredible fucking fills on this record. Wasted, wasted talent. I agree. And it, you know what? Because I only want to speak positively of the guy because he is so fucking good. Um, what what I love, I love watching him play live. No matter whether it's with, with I've watched, I'm not seeing, not, I've never seen Tool or anything, but you know, watching videos of him playing Tool songs or I've seen videos of him playing like like benefit shows for like kids and shit like that, where he plays with like like School of Rock or whatever like that. And the guy is always ha- he always has a giant smile on his face. He's always so happy. He's just happy to be there. That that he just loves the drums so much, and he just loves music so much. He's just happy to be be there with with everybody and just just vibing. That's that's he just seems so cool, so down to earth, and I love that. And I, and. What's insane too is when you watch him play drums, he makes it look so easy. Like anybody could fucking do it. But then you try to play what he does and you're like, dude, this is fucking stupid. This is going to take me years to to per- try to perfect. I mean, it's just... The guy's guy just something else. Like even though we play guitar, quote unquote, kind of, we can like <laughs> pick apart a solo and understand like what they're doing, how they're doing it. And I know like... In my mind, I know, I just touched my finger to my temple. In my mind, yeah. I know how they're That's doing it. Think. I just can't do it. But when he when he's drumming and some of his parts, I just don't even understand. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But here's my here's my hot take from earlier that I that I I, I teased. How the fuck do you like Deftones but you hate Tool? That's the same <laughs> fucking band. No, dude, it is These not are the, not same, the same band. Fucking band. Okay. No, no. They're no, no, both no. fucking Dude, it's the same band. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's incredible. Like all this no. like all I thought about is how the fuck no. do you like Deftones no. and hate Tool? It's the dude, same shit. Come on, dude, you were just so stupid. Like What 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 about, what about this is different? Oh, fucking God, dude. There's it, 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 it there's no relief. It's all like rising action no, it's or not. it's all oh middle my ground. God, dude. You are just the vocalists so suck in dumb. both fucking instances. Maynard just yells and and, and Chino just goes, ah. "Okay. There's, what is the difference?" Okay, so I you know, I, I'll agree with you. If if you don't like the vocals, that's fine. I mean, I, I, if you don't like Chino's vocals, that's fine. I I, I understand. I get it. I, I definitely understand 
that you don't like, and we both agree that, that we don't like Maynard's vocals. There's nothing but melodic about either of the bands. No, that's completely fucking wrong. No. So fucking wrong. Not only is it more melodic, the, the soundscapes and the cool shit that fucking Deftones do is far surpasses what Tool does. Like, it's the same the, fucking thing, though. No, they it's do the not same the, shit no, here. No, it's not the same shit. No, it's not the same shit. It's not the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> And let's talk about nuance. Dude, Deftones are way more nuanced than anything Tool has ever done. Dude, all they yes, do is just verb I, I, up their guitars and fucking take a long time to no, do shit. No, there, there's way more There's way more subtlety and nuance to almost all Deftones songs compared to, to Tool. Come on. I mean, Dude, really, the only thing that makes Tool better is that Danny carries in the band. Like, that. that's the only thing that makes... I don't even... No, Tool's not better than Deftones, but it's just like... You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying to say? Like honestly, dude. Like I, I don't. I, I, I think if Tool is the most God, overrated so like band in metal music, number two is one hundred percent Deftones. Oh, you're so dumb. They're so fucking. But I just dumb. don't. I don't understand how you can hate Tool so much and love Deftones. It just doesn't make any sense. They're to not me. even. They're not even close to being the same. Deftones they don't, are don't, don't almost even, Deftones don't even try to make. They don't even try to make prog music. They're just try. They're just making like rock, like you know, modern rock, new metal hits. That's what they're doing. Dude, and the melodies are, are there. The melodies garbage. are there. <sighs> I don't think God. so. Like, like, like when I think strong melodies, I think like you listen to like "Achy Breaky Heart," instantaneously melodic. You picture in your mind a concert. You go to everyone's. Heart? I don't know why they just <laughs> of, came up if, with of every catchy song ever made. You go to "Achy Breaky Heart." Come on, dude. It's a, it's, it's, it's a catchy song. It's a catchy song. I mean, it is catchy, but of all songs, come on. But you what think like you think at a concert, a live show, all like you know, thousand people are there singing along to this chorus, and everybody fucking knows the first time they heard it. I don't. That does not happen with Tool. It just doesn't happen, and does not happen with Deftones. There's not a catchy <laughs> riff. There's not a catchy thing okay. in all of Deftones history or Tool's history. That is on par with that, which I get. Like, don't have to be on par with Aki Breakyard. That's crazy, crazy catchy. But still, I don't imagine like thousands of people jumping up and down, singing along to a chorus of anything Deftones or Tool ever did. And maybe that's not the point, man. This like metal music doesn't have to have a chorus. It's not supposed to be pop. Fuck out of here. Shit sucks. I, I, Boring. Yeah, okay. Well, whatever. Okay. I mean, you're 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 one hundred percent wrong. Um, but let's move I, on. I this, just, this is going to go in circles. Not only I've that, been thinking you about ha- this. All week I've been thinking about how the fuck you have do you a like Deftones record. You love it. adrenaline. You love that record. I, and honestly, it's on the block, dude. It's on the oh, chopping you're block. An idiot. It, it is. Okay. You know what? You know what? You need to stop with this chopping block shit. You need, you need to stop with this. <laughs> it because, is. No, 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 no. Because you even said earlier today it's on that, that that your entire record collection is on the chopping block. So I mean, if enough, the, if the price was right, of okay, course. Enough, you tell me enough. if somebody, you tell me if somebody came at you and said, "Hey, I will buy all of your records for retail value," you would tell them no. For re- uh, I would keep a few. Okay, so somebody, mo- if somebody came to your yeah. house and said, "Hey, I will buy all of your records for a million dollars," would you sell them all, everything? Oh yeah, then yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, so like you would do it. It just a, a, the only thing, yeah, the only but, difference okay. that was price. So obviously okay, you would but, do but it. But also, okay, but also, this is your new buzzword. This is your new buzzword over the last few months. What? Everything's on the chopping block. Everything's on the it chopping is. block. It is. It is. Okay, it's a buzzword. It, Nothing's that, untouchable. It, on, Nothing's it, it, unsellable. It should be. It should be on the no-no list at this point. No, because it's true. What if somebody came to your house and offered you a million dollars to like like take Rupert? Okay, would, but, would but you that, say yes. But that's not that's not what I'm trying to say now. I'm I'm just saying like everything. Everything now is is on the chopping block with you. 
Yes, for no, a no price, no matter, everything no, is on no the chopping block. No matter how good yes. it is, no matter how absolutely, good it is. absolutely, but then, for the but right then that, price, that, of course. That also diminishes the 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 significance of using that 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 term. But there are things that are not on the chopping block. But everything technically is right. No, not everything. Everything has a price. I mean, like people are on the chopping record. block. Okay. So not everything has a Dude, price. This, this argument. What? This argument. You you you're mad okay, that but, I would but, sell but my. Talk, are you mad that I would sell tangible about, things? We're talking about a record collection, not yeah. Fuck, I don't give a shit. Sell it. Uh, I just I think I think you're throwing around chopping block too much. No, and I'm it's, only it's I losing throw its chopping value. block it's when things are actually value. on the chopping block. And it's losing its value. That's what it's doing. Like I would I would sell my record collection before I would sell my PV guitar. Like that's how much that guitar okay, means and, to and me. And that's fine. But, the entire but record collection. I understand. So the PV only, right now is not quite on the chopping block. But the point is, we're just we're just talking about records here. We're not talking about extracurriculars. We're not talking about outside items. But if somebody give me a, a million dollars for my guitar, of course I'd fucking take it. Oh my gosh! Like everything, anyway. I did everything's on the chopping block. People do anything for money. Get the fuck out of here. You're missing the point, but that's fine. Let's move on. Um, so, tool, 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 tool. You know, i i didn't I didn't put any stinkers down on this record um, because I think every song is just okay at best. Um, there's two songs though that that could almost be bangers, and that would be Schism, which we already talked about, and then Tricks and or Ticks and Leeches. Um, but I think we should get into Schism unless you you have any stinkers you want to you talk about. I mean, I think I think a lot of the latter half of the album is just oh, it's so boring. Like, what are you doing, dude? And then it really started with with Lateralis, the title track. Like, dude, this is yeah. so fucking long, and it's but like we'll get to that in a minute, I guess. Well, let's do let's do Schism. Yeah, because there, <laughs> I mean, really, there's only a few songs I want to talk about. I want to talk about Schism. I want to talk about the title track, and then I want to talk about um, oh, what is the other song? I have to look through my notes. There's really only three songs I want to talk about. That's a um, bullshit song, but it all comes down to how annoying they're. Uh, oh no, it is schism. I'm sorry. It's yeah, schism and the title track are the only ones I want to talk about. So yeah, schism. We we mentioned it earlier. That that's both of our. That's our, those are our origin. That's our origin story, to uh, to the band and really the baseline is what makes it. That baseline is just absolutely incredible. Even though it's just essentially looped through the entire song, but. Um, what, what what do you have? What else do you have on this song? On schism, on the schism, yeah, schism, yeah. So yeah, like 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 we talked about, the baseline's fucking dope. I love it. It's amazing. I also like the middle part where it's more like electronic sounding, and it kind of carries the song forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. It gives you a break in just like that loop, and just that that the halo sound. I'm just gonna call it the halo. The tool sound is the halo sound. I know Halo came after, but the tool sound is the halo sound, and that okay. that tool template. Man, I'm telling you, dude. You listen to the fucking Halo the like theme song, you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that's Tool, dude." <laughs> I always want to like just take a little five and have you listen to the fucking Halo song and then come back to this because it's just <laughs> yeah, we're back. All right, so so yeah, so I we just took a little break real quick, um, so I could I could listen to the Halo Two theme song and and dude, yes, one hundred percent, that is a Tool song. That's like, all fucking ease- Tool does, right? <laughs> yes. Good God, man! They, they, it, I mean, Tool could just be like the the menu the menu music for a Halo game. That's really all that their music is. If you took Maynard um, out and made like Tool like a video game soundtrack band, dude, they'd be fucking amazing. 
Yeah, that would be pretty cool because it's it's like good, like I said, good background music. That's yeah. what it is. That's really what it is. Um, God damn, but Tool. They so Schism, Schism. Let, let's get into that. Um, so this one, this one, I mean, the story behind it, or not even the story behind it, but just the crazy thing about this song that I didn't, I never knew because I'm not, you know, I'm not a professional musician by any means. I don't understand music theory, nothing like that. But this song, it it, it changes meter 47 fucking times, 47 times. That's, that's just, that's so annoying. It's so frustrating. Like, why do you have to do that? Just because you can? That's like the only reason why they're doing it is because they can do it. And but it doesn't it adds it adds nothing to the song it just all it does is fuel tool fans to be more annoying well they did this tool tool can do all these crazy time signatures and change it up like it's nothing okay cool that's that's cool i mean so can like most jazz fusion bands ever but that's not the, the most exciting music that music is fucking shit and tool music is kind of the same thing too yeah, I don't care so, how many how much how many time signatures you have. I don't give a fuck if the song's not good. It's not fucking good. Uh, so 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 like obviously we're not musician musicians, but yeah. I kind of attribute this this or compare it to like like Tom asking Travis like Hey, do I have this cool riff? Like I don't know how you play drums to it, and Travis is like, Come on, bro. Of course I can do that. Yeah. So I don't think Tool quote unquote Tool the band are changing time signatures like this. I think that riff, that dude, that that fucking bass riff is just kind of a weird riff. And Danny Carey is like, "Oh yeah, I could fuck that up pretty good. Watch this." And I think it's Danny Carey is the one forty-seven times. Yeah, he he's the one that's changing forty-seven <laughs> times, whereas yeah. everyone else in the band is like, "Oh, that was a good take." But like real Yeds are like, "Dude, that was amazing. Like you changed so much." But I don't think the band even fucking knows it's happening because they aren't doing anything. It's Danny Carey the one that's changing everything. I would, I would tend to agree with you on that. I really would. Right. So because you're playing I, and you play yeah. the same riff. You know, you play that same riff 45 times or 40. What did you say? 40 something. 47, 47 times. times. Yeah. So you play that same riff 47 times, and throughout that 47 times, you don't change a fucking thing. You are not changing anything. But when I'm jamming with you, I'm changing everything. You keep the same riff. You just, just you know, put it. Let's play to a backtrack or a click track. That's all you're doing. But now I'm as a drummer, I'm changing everything. I'm changing the time, speeding it up, slowing it down, changing the time yeah. signature. I'm doing all of these things, but you're never changing anything about the riff that you played to begin with. That's not the band tool doing odd time signatures. That's just Danny Carey being really fucking good at the drums. <laughs> I know. And making it sound seamless. It, it's it. truly something incredible. That it really is incredible. But things like this, yeah, it's very, very impressive. But I equate it to watching somebody on YouTube, like some guitar player who fucking can shred like way better than Ingve Malmsteen and watching that and watching it for five minutes and going, okay, I got my fill for the year. That's all I need to watch. Yeah. Like it's cool. It's cool for a little bit, for short amounts of time, but yeah. dude, it's it's almost like a novelty, you know? It's just I like Humans are supposed to, we, we pick up on melodies, we pick up on repetition, we pick up on things like that. And especially melodies and music and uh, melodies and music are the big fucking thing. That's why most people listen to music. And I don't know, man. And when there's, there's a lack thereof, it's just, I don't give a fuck. 
I don't care about the crazy time signatures, man. I'll go listen to a jazz record. I just like to think of this of as as Danny Carey hates his band so much that he has to do this to make it interesting. <laughs> I know. Like that's that's the way I so see it. So he can have fun, yeah. Like exactly, this band sucks exactly. even for their fucking drummer. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? So, okay, so so I went so really more about Tool and, and everything like that. So at the, at this time before they made Lateralis, they were uh, they were there were legal issues with their record label Volcano. I think it was Volcano Records or Volcano Entertainment, something like that. So they didn't put out a record for like three, four years. And during that time, Maynard started a side project called A Perfect Circle, Josh Freeze on drums, Billy Howardale, who was a guitar tech for, um, I forgot his name and tool, but whatever. So it, it was a new band and they that record came out and it got pretty, it got a lot of airplay. It was very popular, big tour. And then this the Tool record came out, and the the only reason why the Tool record came out so quickly after was because fans were just so rabid they wanted more Tool. Like the Perfect Circle didn't didn't cut it for him. So I'm like, okay, is the Perfect Circle actually kind of good? Let me let me go back and listen, dude. I got two songs in, and I thought it's just this is this is way worse than Tool. Like this is, <laughs> I mean, I love Josh Freeze. I really do. He's one of my favorite drummers. He's incredible, but when you don't have a band that has any substance that doesn't, I don't know. just perfect circles suck, man. And, and I guess on that first record, it's Josh freeze and Tim Alexander from Primus. Tim Alexander plays on the first song and then Josh plays on the rest of the album. And so I listened to what the one Tim Alexander and I listened to, I listened to two Josh songs and yeah, dude, there was just, it's, there's nothing there. There's fucking nothing there. It's so boring. I thought tool was fucking boring. Perfect circle is next level boring. I don't give a fuck at all. I just, I don't, but, I don't consider tool like the good at anything they do. Like they're not like talk about like heavy metal bands of the nineties, right? Like you gonna fuck with yeah. like Pantera or Sepul- Sepultura, even Slayer. Like you mm-hmm. fucking joking my ass right now. Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, and those are talking about like extreme metal, thrash metal. But even when you throw them up against like, um, like a fucking even new metal, you know, cause I mean, honestly, in all honesty, tool are kind of a new metal band. And I didn't really, I didn't realize that until I was doing my final listen through on this record. Like you, I, I, I listened to this record in, in different, in different ways. I listened to it in my car, listened to it just with one earbud in. I listened to it, you know, on my, my stereo, um, outside in the living room. And then I listened with, with the two earbuds in concentrating on it. And that's when I realized there are a lot of, there are so many new metal elements on this record that most like tool fans i feel like would get really offended by but it they're they're totally fucking there a lot of the riffs and there are quite a few songs and moments on this record where maynard sounds just like aaron lewis from stained the way he's trying to (laughs) sing is has that kind of like that melody that tone that aaron lewis does and dude there's some ballady ballad kind of moments on this record and dude it's straight up stained dude it's, it's stained it's stained with Danny Carey. That's what it is. I don't give a fuck. That's what it is. So I, I mean, I don't know. It's, 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 it's irritating because there's a lot of bands that it, even new metal bands. We did new metal season last year, this year. Like like Mudvayne, for instance, they were inspired by Tool. They were inspired by like Pearl Jam, but they're so much fucking better than Tool. And I I did like that LD Fifty record. That's a fucking rad record. That's fine. And there's I like dude Tool like talk about even like they don't even do new metal good. No, they no, they really they don't. don't do anything good. Like nothing <laughs> about this band is good. 
I know. Danny Carey. And they just That's and outside of Danny Carey, everybody looks so miserable. Nobody looks like they're having any fun. You know, I watched live videos as well. Dude, I mean, Maynard just seems like a grouch. Like he just he oh has no God. fun in his whole life. Um, and the other two guys, Justin and dude, what is the guitarist's name? Who cares? I can't even remember his name. Right take now. their fucking music off streaming sites because we. I want to make sure our fans listen to it front to back only. It's like, well, dude, well, fuck well, you, Radio, man. Radiohead did that too, didn't they? Take their music off streaming sites. Yeah, they never added this their their music to streaming sites. Radiohead did it too. They did. They did. Well, we're not it, talking it, about Radiohead. It, it took a long time before Radiohead decided. Oh well, maybe we should put it on streaming. Too. I know. I know. He took his solo work off of Spotify. Did he take Radiohead too? Yeah, it was Radiohead too. No, I know. I know. Tom York took his like solo shit off Spotify, but Tom York's like, but like that was. I mean, that's probably more of like a like a revenue thing. Where like Maynard. Was was specific in saying that I don't want people to just stream one song. I want them to listen to our albums front to back, and I just that's more irritating to me because that's like don't tell me how to fucking digest your music if I'm paying for it because theoretically you are paying for Spotify. Like don't tell me how to digest your music. Like if I'm already supporting you in any way, I guess either buying your albums, T-shirts, concerts, listening to you. Don't fucking tell me how to digest your music. And if you want to, then just Not be upfront that. about it and say fuck off. This is how I want you to do it. But not only that, like, isn't isn't art supposed to be subjective? Isn't it supposed to be up to the interpretation of the viewer or the listener? So it's like, dude, shut the fuck up, man. Ah, dude, Maynard is just. I've never, I've watched, I've watched interviews with him. He just doesn't seem like a very pleasant guy. I, I don't know. I don't know what it. I can't even. I can't pinpoint what it is about Maynard that I don't really like. It's just kind of like like an immature take on on just life in general. All these all these things that we as normal muggles grow up with and 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 think that it's not that big of a deal some of these people that we idolize are just like dude you're fucking it's immaturity yeah like the older we like, get now like, it's almost like immaturity he's like this era's version of uh or yeah this era's version of uh axel rose you know like kind of the least talented guy in the band but also has the biggest ego and is the most outspoken, kind of annoying about it. The one that's always holding up the rest of the band for making new music. He's kind of the Axl Rose of that scene, of the metal scene, I, of that. I get that it. Kind I of get era. it. I get what you're saying. It makes sense. But like, dude. But at least Axl was was actually much better. Axl <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, did have actually back back in the early, the late '80s. He actually did have a, a really great voice. But um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know, man tool they're 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 a band they're a they band, band. Um, so yeah schism there's that one uh, <laughs> there's that one <laughs> <laughs> no i do uh, i do have stinkers i do have stinkers but yeah, we should okay, at yeah, least wait, talk wait, about yeah. lateralis before we even oh, start okay. to wind down here i guess well okay so actually before we jump into lateralis too i want to talk about the lyrics because i know a lot of people talk about his lyrics and how deep they are and his lyrics really aren't that bad i i actually I, I like the way he writes. I, I think subject material wise, I think fans ruin it. I think they they add too much of their interpretation and it, and it really kind of, it makes it seem more important than it actually is. What he's saying, I feel. Um, but I do like the way he writes, his, his lyrics. The messages are pretty, eh, you know, they're normal songwriter lyrics, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it's just like kind of, you know, fuck the world i'm depressed or i'm my heart's broken 
but he does it in a in a way that's a little bit more at least mature sounding um so so i do i will give him props there i do like the way he writes his lyrics subject material wise it's it's good it's fine there's nothing wrong it's generic stuff nothing wrong with it i just don't like i don't like the dissection and and extrapolating things that are fucking clearly not there yeah it's just like dude you go on to that's what irritates me you go on to these sites you know genius genius lyrics reddit whatever other forums there are you know and it's just like dude you got these fans breaking down line by line what he's talking about and then they go on these fucking rants like what 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 are you talking about like where why how are you connecting who knows what with with this one word or this one line of a song it's just like dude fucking shut the fuck up dude stop these lyrics aren't that deep they really aren't lateralis Um, was the one that that because i because i gave him these lyrics i really did i was i just don't give a shit about this fucking band i don't give a shit about this album and i don't give a shit about these lyrics so when i'm reading these lyrics trying to decipher them trying to like jot notes down because i have no connection to this whatsoever it makes it difficult it makes it difficult for me to like read poetry when i know that I have to listen to this fucking song and I hate the song. Mm-hmm. And that's what fucking bothers me. And Lateralis was like, that was that was the best one because this shit's stupid. This is, okay, so the song is just about like being grounded. Just stay grounded, yo, just stay grounded. Don't yeah. overthink or analyze things because it was making it more difficult for you. But then there's all this hearsay shit about how all these fucking numbers and syllables and timestamps <laughs> and all everything else, it, dude, it's horse shit. There are some like timestamps. Yeah. So there are some timestamps <clears throat> that because they fit in with the narrative are like exact numbers and times. But like I checked while playing this song. And mm-hmm. so they, they say like, oh, at the moment he stopped singing. <clears throat> See, it's coming back to Lucas. Yeah. The um, moment he stopped singing. Performative coughing, yes. Performative coughing. P- p- performative like clo- th- clo- clerk thering. Throat clo- clearing. Clerk thering. <laughs> clo- thering. Clo- thering. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> Clote theoring. I don't like that. Maybe I'm something. You should write that down. So we forget uh, about it next week when we talk about Yeah. Clote yeah. theory. No, so like I I really did. I really did try and timestamp it the way everybody else timestamp and, and you can't uh when you stop saying a word to get to like the minuscule like one thousandth thousand dude, I can't even speak at all. At all. One thousandth of a second. I can't do it. <laughs> One thousandth of a second. <laughs> like Mike Tyson over there. <laughs> anyway. Just derailed that entire thing. Just get oh. off your fucking high pedestal tool fans and fuck okay. off and relax. Just because yeah, the so- Fibonacci sequence runs through mm-hmm. this this song you supposedly think is going on. No, dude. These are just okay lyrics. Yeah, not okay to good lyrics and you're just you're you're extrapolating things that are not there. Done. Yeah, so 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 let's take a step back here real quick. Took so 15 minutes so that. When, when when they were writing this song, the way Danny Carey played the chorus, he played it in in a weird in a weird time signature. So it the, the, it went from it went from the change of 9/8 to it to an 8/8 to a 7/8. So this is what Danny Carey actually said. He said it was originally titled 987 for the time signatures. Then it turned out that 987 was the 16th number of the Fibonacci sequence. So that was cool. So I think this was just all completely random. 
And they kind of picked up on that. And they're like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing. So let's just kind of base the song around it. But then I feel like the fans took that. Like they heard that. They probably saw this quote. This like kind of, th- this is seriously just a throwaway thing that Danny said. I mean, to end the whole thing by saying, so that was cool. Like that's just so throwaway. Like it was not thought out whatsoever. Yeah, clearly, that's it was just a, something that they they randomly stumbled upon. But then clearly, the fans jumped on that and think this is just something so extraordinary, something so vision. These are true visionaries. It's just like, dude, this is completely by accident. Seriously, it was by accident. It was just Danny Carey fucking around, doing something really cool, overly complicated, and then yeah, the fans had to ruin it. But there's so much. I don't know. You get you get like any you give people enough time on their hands, they're going to find they're gonna make mountains out of molehills, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Just because it's seven, eight, nine, it could have been fucking four, five, six, right? It could have been four, four, and then five, four, nine, eight, then six, four. But like it could have been anything. It doesn't matter if it was nine, eight, seven, it could have been anything. Any sequence yeah. of numbers, any sequence of, of anything, and anybody with like a computer at their fingertips or just a general wealth of knowledge and a lot of time in their hands could have found something interesting that coincides with those set of numbers. Yeah. This just exactly. happens to be the Fibonacci series, that spiraling of things, which is kind of cool, but it's not that it's cool. A cool concept it's, for sure. It's uh what do you call it? Causation does not equal something like correlation does not equal causation type of thing. This is just a happenstance, a coincidence. Look at you, you throwing out these fancy things. I went to college once. <laughs> but for anyway. five years <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway this song yeah lateralis it's just uh this song sucks dude this song's yeah, trash it's, i it's, fucking it's, hate the song this is a, this specifically this song though it's so is, there, there are long. moments it's really fucking long but there are a couple moments that only last for maybe three or four seconds where you're like, oh my god, we're gonna get something really cool because Danny Carey does some like, he like double times it, and and you're like, oh, okay, here we go. This is what I want. This is what we're building to. We're building to this, and then immediately, fuck it. No, he stops. He just goes right back into the tribal stuff, the toms. He just plays the toms. It's just like, oh my god, dude, you were about to do something so incredible. It could have, it could have just made this song, just a beyond fucking banger. But it's just like, no, let's just kind of keep with the the TT. The tool template. Tool it's template. Just, oh my god, dude! It, Halo Two theme song. There's so much potential. There's so much potential because I mean, in all honesty, in all honesty, Justin See, Chancellor and the guitar player, they're not bad musicians whatsoever. They're not bad musicians, but they don't. They just they're not good songwriters. They really aren't. They, there's so many cool places they could have gone, but they they decided to keep with the TT. I don't think and, anybody here's a good songwriter. I don't think Danny Carey's a good songwriter. Based off of okay. Tool. I don't think he's writing fair. anything okay, in here that's good. Because we, all we do is complain about how fucking obnoxious he is when he, <laughs> when he sticks true. to the TT. I, don't, I honestly don't think anybody in this band is a good songwriter. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I guess I'm just trying to find something positive about this band, about this album. I really think that's what I'm trying to do. This is just one of those things where, like, like I, I can't even compare it to something contemporary, but because so many people have just said they like Tool, now it's just you have to say you like Tool. And do you like Tool? Oh yeah, I like Tool. Like, cause you know, like I've been I've been bred and fucking conditioned to think that I'm supposed <laughs> to like Tool because everybody else is like Tool, but nobody really likes Tool. Like, what's your favorite song? Well, I like fucking like this song or X song or Y song. Like, well, how's it go? 
Well, you, mm-hmm. you know, like. I was I was just singing the Halo Two theme song too. <laughs> so you know, yeah, yeah. And so another people, another thing that that people always talk about Tool is their artwork. Um, I think overall, you Not know, here. they're all. I mean, this is probably the the coolest artwork they have is for this record, Lateralis. Otherwise, I, I think their artwork is kind of just it looks cheap. I don't think anything looks good. And Lateralis is fucking dumb, dude. But La- Lateralis is the best of them. Of the all best the, of I think, the dumb shit. <laughs> well, yes, they, they're all they're all fairly pretty bad. Dude, they're but bad. this is definitely the best of it, for sure, the best of it. So, so the the artwork, artwork artwork was created by a guy named Alex Gray, specializes in doing like psychedelic shit like this and whatever, dude. I just it's so it it adds to the to the uh the fan lore of of it all you know what i mean it's just it adds it adds more fuel to that and it just it makes it more obnoxious it really really fucking does honestly like like looking at listening and looking at tool stuff it just makes me want to like nine inch nails more <laughs> i mean i don't know why it just it just like god fuck like, more, you're gonna be, the, there's at least more be pretentious depth. and annoying then just they like, go for it yeah, I mean, I at least it. Trent Reznor has more depth to his to his music, and he can actually write a fucking song, dude. He can write a catchy tune. I mean, I know catchy. I mean, catchy songs aren't the end all be all to a good song, but I mean, he has way more. You know, he's way more diverse than anything Tool's ever done. And I'm not That's even true. a big Nine Inch Nails fan. I'm but, definitely not yeah. a big Nine Inch Nails fan. But you really do like the Downward Spiral. Me? Yeah, I actually like. I like. With Trent Reznor, like? I don't really like. I mean, it's, it's been a while, but I like I like the team, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle soundtrack they just did. I like that a lot. Trent Reznor did the soundtrack for it. Yeah, it was him and Atticus Ross. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. Maybe we I told you listen to like three times. I know. Well, I need to. I haven't even watched the movie. Oh my god! I've already I watched know. it like three times. It's on Paramount. I'm sure. Paramount. I'm sure. Right? I'm gonna watch it tonight. Maybe. Uh, no, I don't know. Let me go watch it. It's good. I, do, it's I really solid. do want to see it. I really, really do want to see it. It's solid. I mean, the turtles are great. I mean, they've really never put out anything bad. I mean, oh. outside of actually, I take it back. That live action TV show. Yeah, with, with Venus. The fifth turtle. Yeah, with the fifth turtle. Is it? Was her name Venus? Yeah. Yeah, that shit was terrible. Fucking terrible. Do you ever <laughs> see the 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 Power Rangers turtles crossover? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it was so stupid. Fuck yeah. Oh shit! Oh yeah, but anyway, anyway, Owen two, Lateralis, man. Um, do we have anything else on this one? We no. we've done we've done about an hour, and I feel like we've exhausted we've exhausted everything. Or I I have yeah. notes for everything else. Like I have notes, I but like I'm reading my notes, and I'm just it's just like a copy and pasted from each song because I just do not give a shit about this album. Yeah, really, my notes are, are just, you know, repeating myself, but in different ways mm-hmm. of why I'm kind of annoyed by the song. Yeah. That's really, that's really all my notes on these songs. Yeah. And, and, and really, in the end, the end of the record, I mean, dude, why do you have the, the last, like, two songs? The secret oh song God, plus, like, the last two songs. It's, that's, like, an easy, right there, that's an easy 20 minutes. I know why it's it's so fucking dumb. That's what so I thought about Lateralis still because you listen to Lateralis and you're like, holy fuck, dude! There's still more songs after this shit. I know. Like it's... we're not even done with this. Like what? Do you, what? What? What's going on? 
That's exactly how I felt too. That's when I that's when I text you earlier today. I'm like, I don't know if I could finish my my lyric notes. I, I don't think I could do it. But then after that, it's like all instrumentals, and they're just not good instrumentals. It's just more of the fucking same. More it's like same. there are parts of, of the instrumentals that are fucking rad. Like there are parts of the instrumentals that are like, holy shit, dude, there's a band here. That's cool. You get a groove and you're jamming. It sounds amazing. Yeah. But for like an eight minute instrumental, there's maybe like two minutes of that and it's six minutes of complete bullshit. I know. There was one song, I think it's Triad. I have to go back to my notes, but I, yeah, one of the last songs, one of the last two songs or something. Dude, it's it's literally three minutes and 45 seconds of of almost nothing. Nothing. Like there's no buildup. It's just kind of like noises and it's not even like annoying stuff. Like like the Mars Volta do this kind of shit. You know, and whatever. The Mars Volta do it, but at least they, they pay it off. They pay it off with something fucking incredible and something amazing. So you can get past it. Like the Francis the Mute song. The first four or five minutes of that song is just kind of noise and ambience. And then it drops into the Francis song. Fucking that ten minutes is just incredible. But there's nothing like that with Tool. There's no payoff. And not only that, with Tool, which I don't even think we brought up at the beginning, but it's all fucking rising action. There's Bad. no, there's there's lit, literally, literally no fucking payoff on any of these songs. They don't crescendo. They just kind of build and build and build. And that's what, that's to me is just what is, it's like you're listening, you're five minutes into a song and you feel like you're halfway through the record, but you're still on song one because it's just, it's just this constant build that literally goes nowhere, which which I, I don't I wouldn't even mind, right? If it can, you know, yeah. the, like the you know, blinks edging, if 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 you're just gonna like keep building and building and building and never like give relief, that's fine. But make that be deliberate about it, right? Don't be like, don't be bad about it. I think they're bad about it. If you, if if you want to just only have like rising action, then layer it, texture it, make the rising action fun, make that climb. You know, make the journey better than the destination. Make it like that. Yeah. And I have nothing wrong. I have nothing against that kind of that type of music. It's just them. There's no payoff. There's no relief, and the journey sucks. It's <laughs> yeah, fucking boring. It's, it's it, true. It, I I don't want to be on this journey. Yeah, I just I want to I want to get off. I want to go home. I want to take yeah, a nap. I want to go home. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's let's wrap it up, man. We're 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 going in circles. We're going in circles. We're an hour deep. Running um, in circles. Yes. So Good let's life. give our final thoughts on this one and then uh, rank the record or rate the record based off of our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect album, two is a good album, you should continue to listen to it, one is a bad album, but give it a shot, and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So what do you got? Go. Oh, man. Tool, tool, tool. This is. Tool, tool, tool. There, there might not be another band or artist or group that I think is bad that is widely accepted to be like the best. I think Tool may be, maybe number one. I think this group is just, <laughs> dude. I think this group is bad. I think Danny Carey in <clears throat> Tool is kind of bad. I think he cannot write songs to save his fucking life. I don't think it's his fault because. Look at his like you know. Look at his contemporaries here. Everyone else is writing fucking garbage, and Maynard is absolutely no help. But like Danny Carey can play. He can play fucking anything, yeah. right? He can play jazz fusion if you want to play fucking jazz fusion. Like his influences are are so vast and 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 far. Like he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. 
but in Thule, he does kind of the same thing, and I just don't. It's 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 tragic, it's tragic. But overall, Tool man, this band, I just I don't give a shit about this band. I don't care, and I'm glad we did it on the pod because I will never have to talk about this band again. I will never <laughs> listen to this band again. I did I did play the Schism on my like my massive uh, new metally metal rap rock playlist. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll be listening to that song again. But that's it. That is the only Tool it, yeah. song that I like. I give this I give this album a one, a solid one. You should listen to this once. Because I think it's probably important you listen to Tool only because of how popular they are and how much people love them. But you should listen to this to realize that this band is not fucking good. Yeah, Dude, fucking I mean, Deftones okay. are better than Tool, and I fucking well, hate Deftones. No, you love Adrenaline though. Like that's how much I hate Tool. I do. God, I hate this band okay. so much. <laughs> I don't know. They right. might not. Okay, so you what other band do I hate more than the fucking Tool? I don't know. I I know, I know, I I get it. I totally and I and I agree with almost everything you said. Yeah. So you gave this a one out of three. I'm so just lucky say it up front. you got a fucking one out of three. <laughs> yeah, up front right now, this is a one out of three for me as well. Um, for almost the exact same reasons, it just the songs go nowhere. Um, I think the fans have kind of ruined. They've kind of ruined the reputation of the band, and I know they're like like musicians. Other bands love this, love Tool, and they love Danny Carey, and that's that's fine. You know, like maybe they're really cool. They must be really cool in person, and that's why you feel the need to say that you think that Tool is such a great band. That's why you're gonna go see them all the time. But they're really not that good. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I just, this is there's nothing here. Tool are are one of the most overrated bands of all time. And and I and I get it. They 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 have they are massive massively popular. They've sold a lot of records. I think this record Lateralis has sold like over five million. Uh, Anima has sold more than that. I think upwards of ten thousand uh, worldwide. You know they they've sold a lot of goddamn fucking records. But you know so has Britney Spears. So has a lot of a lot of artists that don't make very good music. So you know look at Fleetwood Mac. You know, rumors. Come on, it's a great record, but is what it, the f- what, what? Why would you bring rumors in this con? Rumors just, is fucking I amazing. Kinda, I kind of wanted to just kind of stir the pot with you, but no, it is great. But I was like falling asleep. Anyway, fucking boring. Just wrap up here. But like, I guess I guess my my point is just, my yeah. Never mind. I don't I don't I don't have a point. I'm I'm done. I, like, this, like, this tool. Been like, like tool, like tool. There, it's just roundabout. You, there's yeah. nothing going on. Now that's a good song. That is roundabout. a good song. Yes. Talk about a. A fucking perfect prog song. See, that's a good fucking bass that, player, baby boy. Chris Squire, oh my come God, on. Chris Squire is on come another on fucking now. level. Oh, that that tool. that that right there is a perfect prog song. Like, yes. arguably one of the greatest prog songs ever written is Roundabout. Because it has everything. It has the progs elements. It has the the catchiness, the melodies. It has everything. Everything's there. Every every player shines. Every member shines on that. Rick on that on that song. Rick Wake, Wakeman fucking Rick. rips it up. Rick. 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 I think, like, if just just real quick here, I I think I think Roundabout would probably be like, that's up there. I think I think Twenty First Century Schizoid Man is probably like the greatest oh, yeah. prog song of all time. Okay, just that's, off the top I, of my head, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't argue that. Roundabout, and I mean, I know you're gonna you're gonna hate it, but I mean, you got to throw Mars Volta in there too. I mean, of course, why not? No, why but no, but Absolutely. seriously though, like, 
I'm not even. I don't have my Mars. Well, what song right would you now. throw? What, what song would you? Throw but see, there? that's the thing. I'm not sure what song I would throw on there. I would probably throw on Cygnus, or Cygnus, or or Cassandra. One of those two songs. I think those as prog songs. Those. I mean, especially Cassandra. Um, I think arguably that that could be one of the, a top top five or ten prog song ever. Which written. is what song actually is like? A, it's a not a ripoff, but like clearly inspired by 21st century. Oh, it's a uh, um, Goliath. Then yeah, I'd put that one. That there. riff, that riff is. That dong, but I mean, but also you know that's kind of a a lift, not a ripoff, more of a lift. So I wouldn't more even throw a, Goliath in there as a top prog song. I'd rather throw the King Crimson song. But in all honesty, like Mars Volta have to be in the top five, top ten. You know, when it comes to like a, one of their songs being the greatest, one of the greatest prog songs ever made. Like that's just silly if you don't if you don't agree with that. They really they really were too. an incredible prog band. Oh my god. They were. Come on, dude. Get I just, out of I, here, no, I, I, I agree with so you. I'm just saying I'm saying that I want to listen to Mars Volta tonight. I feel like we've wasted an entire week listening to this stupid band. I know, I know. I did listen to actually a couple of Mars Volta records this week. My box set. Pretty, pretty good. Oh my god, dude. It's like listening to this at work too, just people coming in like, is this tool? Like, oh I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so much why do you say that oh but nobody man. knew what song it was but they knew like they could identify the sound but nobody knew what song it was outside of schism or maybe parabola or fuck what's the song off of uh anima there's another anima. big one off anima yeah but I, I, outside I, of like yeah. those three or four songs like dude you don't know what fucking tool no. song this is it's, it's the same no shit. way oh yeah oh yeah oh just real quick uh, yeah. no no list what I what I hate when it was like, hey, what's up? Like we we see somebody in the office or whatever. I don't work in the office, but like, hey, how's it going? And they go, same shit, different day. <laughs> I hate that so much. Did you hear that? Really? I mean, I I haven't heard it in a long time. I feel like that's kind of an older saying. Ah, oh, dude, I can't. But it is annoying. That. Or like, like, like even or the another thing. Guys, they say same shit, different toilet. Like that's. Oh or like God. just living the life. Or something like that, you know. I don't like when I don't like that. Yeah, it's like you don't, if you don't like your job, quit, bro. Like, don't be yeah. stupid and facetious about it. Ugh. Fucking no, no list. All right, let, okay, well, I'm good. I'm done. I'm yeah, done. Let's get the fuck out of here. Just... So, thank you all for listening. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Hope we. I mean, who cares if we fucking piss people off? I don't care. It's it's the truth. Uh, keep it. listening. Tell your friends. People need people need a a wake up call when it comes to when it comes to tool. Just, um, do. you know, tell all your friends how great we are on the podcast and how, you know, we're the best ever. We're the realist, the realist. So uh, keep listening. We got some uh, heavy hitters coming up the next four weeks. So yeah, four much weeks better. Now. We got some good, good shit coming and up. Back in the good season. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them, I don't know, one of the weeks, I don't know if it's going to be very good. But Dude, we'll anything see. outside of tools, good season. <laughs> For the rest of the life of the podcast, we're in good season. <laughs> Yep, yep. So we have the next four weeks lined up. So keep listening. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. I don't think and, these people understand um, like how difficult this was. I this was so this, like, was, this so was bad. To me, this was on par with when we did Poison. We almost this called was, it quits multiple times. We thought we about did. how can we get out of this. How can we just like, like not do this episode because it was awful. So so and the, on, the only reason why I, I I equate it to when we did Poison was because. Like this this week, we we listened to all the Poison records and we listened to all the Tool records. Like we've canceled episodes because we're like, dude, we get like one or two albums deep, and we're like, we we can't do this. Like yeah, we did, BTS. we tried to do BTS, we got 
two. I got three albums deep. I think you got two albums deep, and we just we quit on BTS. Yes, yeah, was done. You know, Nickelback. We got three albums in. We're like, ah, dude, this is the second time we're gonna There's have to cancel there. Nickelback. Yeah, no. Um, but but yeah, no. This this is one of the few times where we listened to everything, and we 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 finished the whole process. We did the whole thing, and like I said, the only thing I could equate this to is is when we did Poison because that would that week was was rough. It was really. That was like five albums too. Yeah, it was, I think it was five albums. Yeah. They were awful, so bad, all of them. And that was that was you. You apparently loved that record, the album, the week that we did. That was Scratch Fever. Was, what was the record? That was something like that. Look, look, look what the cat. Look, 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 look what the cat dragged in. Look, okay, look. Yeah. But yeah, I did like that record. I could. I got. I think I was just like enchanted by just getting it on the vinyl and. Because it, it's a pretty rare and expensive record. And it's like, oh, fucking yeah. How, let's go cool guy now. And I remember liking it. And I wanted it in the pod. And then, yeah, it was all downhill from there. <laughs> like fast. Much like Tool. Yeah. All right. So thank you all for listening. Tell all your friends. And that's it. That's all. Meet the The soundscapes and the cool shit that fucking Deftones do is far surpasses what Tool does. Like, it's the same the, fucking thing though. No, they it's do the not same the, shit no, here. No, it's not the same shit. No, it's not the same shit. It's not the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> and so they, they say like, oh, at the moment he stopped singing, <clears throat> see, it's coming back to Lucas. Yeah. The, the moment he stopped singing, coughing, yes. performative coughing, performative like clo- th- clo- clerk throwing. Throat clearing. Clo- clearing. Clo- clearing. Clo- clearing. Clo- fucking idiot idiot what an idiot (laughs) clothing